All right, so welcome back to another episode of The Raven in the Road. Today, we're going to take a look into uh, the world of music therapy. Um, so today, we have Miss Melody Hager with us today. Hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah, w- would you just want to take a second, um, just kind of introduce yourself, just let us know a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, hello, listeners. Um, I am Melody Hager, um, and... One of Nick's friends, very uh, blessed to have known this guy for a few years. Uh, I joke with my dad that I stole him as my friend. Um, (laughs) If you want like backstory, backstory, Nick and I met through my dad. You came home because of Hurricane Matthew and you were at Music and Arts and that's where my dad was teaching. And so you guys became friends. Souped in and yeah. Yep. And then I stole you as my friend (laughs) because I'm infinitely cooler than my dad. So uh, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for having me today, Nick. (laughs) Absolutely. What, What kind of background have you had with music therapy? Um, so, you know, the, the, the catalyst for me educating myself on music therapy and, and learning more about it, um, I mean, you know better than a lot of people how integral music is to my life and my family's life. Um, and so when I was 15, about 10 years ago, uh, my grandmother had passed away and that just sort of set off like a chain of events for my grandfather. He had a mini stroke um, and we just, we were watching his decline. Um, and being a musical family, we just we turned to the one thing that we knew provided solace for anyone in any scenario, and that was music. And so we would play songs for him um, that we hoped would, you know, kind of soothe him. Um, he was a World War II vet, so songs from that era. And my grandmother loved Frank Sinatra, so a lot of my way um, being played out on the front porch. But it was really neat. Um, after he would listen to the song, you know, while while the song's playing, he's engaging as as most people do. But when the song was even over. His language was, and his, his speech was so much less labored. His memory was sharper. He just, it was like Bill was back. Oh. Um, and so I'm 15 years old and I'm knowing, like noticing these kinds of changes. And so just Googling like music in the brain, da 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 da. And here on Google, lo and behold, there's this whole practice called music therapy that I had no idea existed. Because, um, you know, watching my dad growing up, seeing how people were affected by him just you know, playing out yeah. um, at his gigs, I saw how he connected with people in that way. But music therapy sort of like almost quantifies music in a way that it can be applied, you know, like in that in that therapeutic setting and, and really taking sort of like the mystery of it and applying it, like figuring it out and using it, like honing it and meeting goals, um, which is really, really neat. Further with my involvement, as I got a little older, I got involved in the Miss America organization. Um, and the organization requires the, the ladies who are title holders to have a social impact initiative. And that's sort of um, your social endeavor that you want to share with your community and you kind of want to you know, make a difference with. Um, and so mine was music is medicine, music therapy matters. Um, and with that, you know, I, I advocated for the practice, um, sort of spread the word about it and collaborated with local music therapists to see what they needed um, and sort of, you know, being in service to them as they are to others, sort of giving back um, in that way to them. So it's been a, it's been a cool ride, been a cool ride doing this whole music therapy thing. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Well, I feel like that's such a thing too. And, you know, just kind of like what you're touching on, like giving back to the people that are giving. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I love that because I feel like that's not something everyone, everyone kind of thinks about. Mm -hmm. Forgotten population for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so what, what kind of different works um, does a music therapist do? Um, cause it, it does feel like, you know, it's can be kind of a wide range of. Yeah. 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 It, it seems it can seem very vague. It's like music therapy. Like what even what even is that? So I feel like you first sort of have to like define the parameters for it. Like what makes 
a music therapist a music therapist and what makes music therapy music therapy rather than just therapeutic music because right. i mean my dad's gone into to hospice centers and, and you know played for, for residents and that's mm. therapeutic but it's not music therapy right. um so there are sort of three conditions that are met when when you're discussing music therapy first probably like the biggest one you need to be working with a certified a board certified music mm -hmm. therapist so that means that they've gone to school they have the training they've taken the tests they know what they're doing um when it comes to using music in that way you're not just pulling joe schmo off the street right. um which is important i mean everyone should engage with music for sure but when you're talking about working with vulnerable populations yeah. um to make it ethical you want to make sure that you're you know what you're doing so first you're working with a board certified music therapist um, second, music therapy is collaborative. So it's the client and the music therapist working in tandem together. No one person is doing more of the work. You know, you're, you're putting in the effort. Um, and with that, music therapy is active. It's not the music therapist, you know, just playing a song and someone's listening. The client is also engaging in some way. So whether that's like lyric analysis or even, or even like some kind of like rhythm exercise, um, you can do a whole plethora of things. Um, and it be be part of music therapy. And that's one of the coolest things that I've been able to see. Um, I've worked with a few music therapy organizations in the Charlotte area and just seeing the different populations of people that they work with. Um, you know, when you work with little kids, you're going to be doing a lot of like percussive things, um, sort of helping with that, like gross motor, mm -hmm. fine motor <laughs> things, picking things up. Um, and we've also, um, I've also watched music therapists um, work with adults with intellectual disabilities. Um, and that process can be something Similar, it can be something totally different. If they're working with clients who are struggling with depression, that's where you might see lyric analysis mm. or songwriting workshops. Um, it, it's really interesting and it's, it's really neat the ways that um, it doesn't have to just be sitting with a guitar strumming right. along. It can be more of that like, uh, like deep thought right. through lyrics and, and things like that, almost like composition. Right. It's really cool. Wow. God, that's and, and that, that, <laughs> no, I'm serious. And, that, and that's, that's really what excites me with this kind of stuff because especially with music and just like how diverse and how just like creative you can get with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, man, yeah. I love it. Yep. That's so cool. Awesome. <laughs> Look at you just reading my mind. I'm, you know, I'm, like, right I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. Right. And that, well, to, to touch on that even more, that's, that's the cool thing with music therapy. You know, you, you line up your goals just like with regular therapy yeah. um, for your listeners at home. Um, I work closely with music therapists, but I myself, am not a music therapist, but I am going to school to be a counselor. So there are some similarities in that when you're talking about, you know, mental health and, and health in general. And one of the similarities is, you know, you're looking for goals. Mm. And that's where that collaborative element comes in is, you know, the client is able to speak with the music therapist or whoever is that person's guardian or, or the person who's, you know, able to advocate for that person. Mm. Um, say, like, if it's a child or, or someone who's unable to speak or communicate, um, you're able to set up goals that are specifically honed for the client. And because it's music, you can really do so many things with it and you can kind of figure out what works and what doesn't for that client, um, which is really neat. And that's why you have, you know, referrals and consultations right. to see if, if I do X, Y, and Z, is that going to overstimulate them? Mm -hmm. Is it going to understimulate them? It's, you can really, that's one of the beautiful things about it is it's not, it's, it's not a one size fits all, but you can, you can hone it to fit right. everyone or, or at least in the sense of there, there can be a therapist for every person, right. which is, which is really, really exciting because, you know, we're, we're in a post pandemic world at this point and we're going to be seeing a lot of, of the after effects. You know, I work in a school, we're seeing an uptick in anxiety and depression for my high school age students. And I think about 
their resources and their treatment options, music therapy should be more accessible. It's something that can be tailored to the client. Um, so just little no. thoughts like that. It, it's it, it's an accessible resource when people are able to access right. it. Yeah. No. No. I get it. You know, that's the same same thing with with teaching. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I love. You know, whether it's you know heavy metal to you know what's that movie that just came out? You know, Encanto and you know whatever. <laughs> it's like you know I, you know I don't know. Uh, but yeah, finding that thing that they latch onto, and you can mm -hmm. kind of pair that with the educational side of things. So that's, yep. that's so cool. Okay, so we started to touch on this a little bit. Um, you were talking about the importance of being licensed. Yes. So <laughs> when it comes to um, that, what, what, what would that look like in regards to like education? Um, like what, what would I have to major in? Mm -hmm. um, kind of that process. So the cool thing about music therapy and, you know, getting your, your education in it, um, you have a, a few different avenues and options. It's not like you have a, a thousand of them, but um, you, ha you have a few options that, that you can take. Um, I have my bachelor's in psychology. And if I had chosen to get my master's in music therapy, that would have been perfectly acceptable. Mm. For my undergrad, I probably would have wanted to like minor in music or at least have taken some, you know, preliminary like theory classes or something. Right. Um, but, you know, that that mental health sort of psych degree, I think social work is even one, too, oh. that you could use. Yeah. So you can get your bachelor's, you can get your bachelor's in music and then go on to get your master's in music therapy. The baseline is getting that master's. Um, okay. The way that you get there, there, there are those few avenues. So like oh. a psych degree, any kind of, you know, mental health related field degree um, in, a, in a music, uh, a bachelor's in music degree, working your way up to get that master's in music therapy and that's where like the clinical work comes in and the internship work comes in it's very similar to you know if you're wanting to become a licensed mental health counselor or a school counselor or addictions counselor you have to do the internship same thing right. with music therapy okay um so you would probably intern at a site for like a like a quarter or, or two or something um few internships um get some clinical hours under your belt um and then you finally take you know like the the licensing test so there there are there are a lot of steps that you have to go through to make sure that you are ethically able to mm -hmm. practice music therapy. And that's, I think, the biggest point that the music therapists that I've spoken to in North Carolina hit. Um, mm, because protected position. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to go off on my All soapbox. Right, here we go. So when I, when I first talked about, you know, doing the Miss America thing and, and my advocacy, I had no idea that this was even an issue. Right. So in my year as Miss Statesville, my second title, I really discovered this whole conundrum in the state of North Carolina, a music therapist is not considered a protected title, which means anyone can call themselves a music therapist right now. It would be illegal for you, Nick Rhodes to call yourself a licensed mental health counselor, but it would not be illegal for either of us to call ourselves a music therapist, mm -hmm. which can lead to issues right. because when you talk about the ethics of it, say you don't know what you're doing you could be the world's right. best musician right. but if you don't know how to apply that for someone yeah. that you know has some real things going on you could right. do damage yeah. and it's something you, you could have the best intent in the world but unless you have that background knowledge you have you run the risk of of doing damage um and i mean in your own personal interest you wouldn't have the protections in place mm. as you would you know like counselors right. are, are they're insured right. a lot of music therapists are insured um so right now, the North Carolina Music Therapy Task Force is advocating um, to the North Carolina State Legislature to make music therapy a protected practice and a protected title, which not only would, you know, stop people from saying or calling right. themselves music therapists if they're not, but it could lead to 
insurance companies paying for music right, therapy services because yeah. right now they're not. So you have to pay out of pocket. So there are a lot of people, a lot of families um, who could benefit from the service who just simply can't afford it. Right. Um, and in that sense, when insurance companies pay music therapists or uh, pay for the music therapy service, mm-hmm. music therapists have a higher chance of getting paid as well. Right. So it, it really works at, for everyone for this um, endeavor to, you know, uh, to, to pass and, and for music therapy to, to be a protected practice in the state of North Carolina. It's just continuing to, to push for that. Right. Can you tell I've yeah. got my, my invisible crown right. on again? <laughs> <laughs> got those note cards memorized. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. Uh, well, okay, school education aside, are there any like personal traits that you think would best fit someone wanting to go into this? Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, speaking from personal experience, um, I'm talking about myself a lot, but also seeing the, the people that practice music therapy and like linking it to other forms of, of therapy and, and counseling, there's an underlying desire to want to help people and an understanding that there's going to be some degree of self-sacrifice, mm. whether that's your time, whether that's like your mental peace for some days. Um, just understanding that it's not going to be easy. Right. Um, not to say that it's going to be the most difficult thing in the world, but there are going to be days that are hard. There are going to be clients that you encounter who might show more difficulty in wanting to collaborate. There might be days where someone's backstory or situation just absolutely shatters you. You have to be you know, prepared for that kind of situation. Um, so you want to be a resilient person but you don't want that resiliency to translate as coldness. So you still have to be warm. You still want to, to have that, you know, d- like desire for, for human contact and human connection. So I, I think anyone, any young person who is considering, you know, any kind of mental health field, whether that's music therapy, whether that's psychology, whether that's counseling, whatever it is, social work, if you're interested in those things, you're probably going to be a good fit for it. It's, it's one of those like cyclical things. If, if you're thinking about it, it's because you want to help people. It's right. because you, you have that greater goal in mind. So if you're thinking about it, you're probably going to be the person <laughs> who's suited for it. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Well, so that's, you know, what, what would best fit? Have there been any like big oh no no's? That you've seen or heard stories of. So I thankfully things to learn from. Things yeah, to learn from. Yeah. I thankfully <laughs> I haven't seen anything with with, you know, my my own two eyes. But, you know, working with um G Clef Music Therapy, Piedmont Music Therapy, the Troublemakers, those are they're all the the local organizations that I've worked with in the Charlotte area. I mean, thankfully, their practices are fantastic too. So yeah. they haven't really witnessed anything like that in their in their own practices, um, which is fantastic. That's what right. you that's what you want to yeah. hear. But again, just going back to like the ethics and hearing stories yeah. of they'll go to like a conference and they they meet someone who's a music therapist right. quotes um, <laughs> right. and it's it's just that like thing right. where you know if 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 a story were to get out of you know a music therapist yeah. quote unquote doing damage yeah. it affects the entire Everyone. profession and yeah. they're not even really tied to them because yeah. that's not right the demographic they're not i don't want to say a real music therapist but they're not a credentialed they're not yeah. They, yeah they're not a qualified music therapist yeah. so that's the only thing that you know they the ladies that i that i had worked with would you know yeah. kind of discuss when i would talk to them about this and, and the initiative and endeavor that they're after right. on like a legislative scale but yeah thankfully i haven't witnessed right. any of that the music therapists in, in the charlotte region are great right. <laughs> thank you well and, and that's that's something that was really brought to my attention um 
one of my former managers, Rachel, were working in the music shop. You know, we'd, we'd have people, oh, you know, someone come in with disabilities. Oh, I can teach them. You know, I can. And it's and that was a really hard, you know, especially when people would use the, the phrase, like, oh, I can handle them. It's like, first off, no. Yeah. Secondly, yeah. like you could be undoing years of physical therapy mm -hmm. because once again, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. Yep. Yes. You know how to play guitar. You don't know what their therapist has been working yeah. on. Um, you know, we, we've been thankful um, to have some instructors come in that actually, you know, got their masters and doctorates in that. And, you oh, know, so awesome. if someone came in with, you know, issues with their hand and finger muscle movements, cool so this is how we're gonna like rearrange a trumpet you know whatever like oh, and awesome. just like seeing accommodating that process. yes and like learning how to adapt that learning like to the student that is just so cool but once again yes um that that really opened my eyes to having that qualification being being yeah, yeah. legitimate because again like that goes back to intent they have right you know best intentions and they, you know they feel confident in their ability as a music educator mm -hmm. to want to say well i can i can teach everyone um and you know while that might be true in the sense of like the understanding of it when right. you're talking about how you're talking like the physical ability of it yeah and that's where you guys did referrals which is something that um i, I had, have had a few discussions with the music therapists that i've collaborated with um and again in the counseling profession in the therapy profession if you come across a client um, that you just don't feel that you're going to be the best fit for, right. there's no harm in making a referral to someone yeah. who you feel might be better suited for them. And for music therapy, that's even more encouraged. Right. Well, and I, yeah, and I, I can't tell you how many like moms and, you know, when I brought that up and was like, you know, look, I just, I want you to be fully aware, like, mm -hmm. you know, how, you know, how serious this is. And like, you know, once again, the people for this instrument, they aren't qualified, but like, you know, let me, let me reach out to Mel, you know, put them in a yeah. contact, you know, just that like, oh, wow. Like, you know, once again, sometimes they just, I, I, I didn't really think about that. Mm -hmm. um, but you won't until you know, exactly. you, you won't until you know, because I get, it's the intent. It's the yep. intent. People, I feel like music is a profession that can be very much like that too. You go into music because you love the yeah. art and, and you love that connection because music has an inherent connection with, with human beings and with each other. Um, so like you want to help, yeah. but as we both know, with musicians, there's also a lot of ego. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and so saying no can, you know, <laughs> no. be, be yeah. difficult. But um, it, it, really, it really is just about, you know, like the information and, and making sure that that intent is coupled with qualification education. and education. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Asians. Right? Um, heck yeah. So for, you know, people wanting to kind of investigate this a little bit more i know i know we've spent a lot of time talking about like how you need to be qualified but are there any opportunities for like people who aren't qualified to get like get their toes wet volunteer kind of see what it's like learn more yeah absolutely um when i served my time served my time like i'm in Look prison right geez no when i had the immense pleasure of being a title <laughs> there, holder there, there, in the miss america organization <laughs> that was one of the questions that um i asked the ladies um and also women's history month it's a female dominated field so woohoo go go female music therapists not to not to poo poo male music therapists but woo. once again the ego i mean we, <laughs> the, we gotta be on course. a stage of what course. are you talking about spotlight on me <laughs> i don't even where did i just go with that oh yeah Sorry. the ladies <laughs> The ladies that I had spoken with, um, who, the, the music therapists, um, that was a big talking point of mine is, you know, I am not someone who is qualified to call myself a music therapist. And now through education, I would never dream of it. What are ways that we can, you know, like get involved and, and want to help um, music therapists in our area? A big thing, donate supplies. COVID left a big hole in like normal things. 
wet wipes, like regular supplies, soap. So going and donating materials like that, paper towels, things that they can clean off instruments with, because if they have a studio, Piedmont Music Therapy has an actual studio. So right. they, they go to people's houses, but then there's also an in-studio um, location, which is really, they have two locations actually, um, which is really neat, but they're shared instruments. And you don't think, you know, right. lots Orders of germy little kid scenes, hands that yeah. are everywhere. They go through a lot of Lysol wipes. So little things like that, dropping off supplies, um, to your local music therapist could mean the world donating instruments um you know i had that music therapy benefit that you played at at deveste oh, yeah. and we had all those instruments that were donated which was really neat and so when i was able to go and show like hey this is the local community wanting to show that we support mm -hmm. you guys that meant a lot to them too so now um, their clients are able to utilize those resources and a big thing advocacy is everything when you talk about human services like this and, and like mental health services you can really get into a feedback loop when you're just with your own people who are the only ones that really know what you're talking about and so in that sense knowing what's going on with local legislation in the state of north carolina when it comes to music therapy protections it's important that lay people like us are having these conversations because the more people like us care about it the more likely our legislators are going to care about it so even just spreading the word like this and having a conversation with your Uncle Joe about, hey, do you know what music therapy <laughs> is and why we should care about right. the music therapists in our state? Um, even just having these conversations can get someone involved. Um, but if anyone is interested in the local music therapy organizations in the Charlotte area, Piedmont Music Therapy is a great resource. I think they're the largest music therapy provider in the Southeast. Oh, wow. Might be Charlotte Metro region, but I feel like it's also Southeast. Um, and I will come back with a correction right. if I need Ish. to for you. <laughs> right. Ish, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's a big one. Right. Um, G Clef Music Therapy is also based in Charlotte. Danielle Gum is the owner and she is awesome. Um, and then the Troublemakers are in Gastonia. And she now has a beautiful new facility as well. So there are a bunch of different organizations. Music with Mindy is in the Mooresville area. Okay. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually work with her one-on-one, um, -on -one, which is ironic because that's Iredell County and I was mistaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are, there are music therapists really everywhere. I think Atrium Health has music therapists. Okay. Um, I met some music therapists in Wilmington when I was there for an appearance. So they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, so just, you can type in, um, I think it's North Carolina Music Therapy, either .com or .org, um, but you can go in and find th your music therapists in your yeah. area. And if you want to reach out, you're more than welcome to. I'm sure they would really yeah. appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, that's has been so cool to see. I've seen you post a few times. And once again, kind of going back to the heart of like who's even doing these jobs, you know, like um, just like the outreach and stuff they do, whether it's, you know, I know y'all have had like the drum yeah. circles and things in the parks and yeah. little like outreach events for families. So G Clef does that a lot. Um, Freedom Park, Charlotte, North Carolina. She has like baby classes basically yeah. for kids who are too young to be school age she'll she'll do drum circles in the park for moms and dads and their and their kids which That's is really awesome. really neat so and those are free those are totally free right. of charge so yeah. again going back to who's the kind of person that does that kind of right. stuff those are the, kinds are of the people. kind of people so if you're so inclined <laughs> and you you feel like you want to do that kind of stuff and you're already thinking about it you're the perfect candidate for it <laughs> so yeah. reach out all right well thank thank you so much um thank you really enjoy it yeah and well once again i mean i, I feel like you know, every every time we start talking about this, there's always a little something, you know, like one more little nugget. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. It, oh, you got me. You got me talking about my topic again. It's, it's, it's been a second. So it feels good. It feels good. Thank okay. you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs>
All right. So that'll wrap us up for today. Yeah. Once again, um, this is with Melody Hager, just kind of going over um, music therapy and just taking a little bit uh, of a deeper look kind of in, into that world of things.